Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on May 28, 1952. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is wall. W-A-L-L. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Who? Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples. We asked for married couples to volunteer tonight, Groucho, and just before we went on the air, we selected Mr. and Mrs. Melvin Cole. And here they are... Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Melvin Cole, eh? And what is your hometown, Mrs. Cole? Chicago, the north side. Oh, the north side. In that case, I'll take the north side. Eh? <laughs> it's much more scenic than the south side. <laughs> you don't, uh, two don't seem very large. Uh, how tall are you, uh, Melvin? Well, uh, sometimes I'm 5'3", and sometimes I'm 5'5". Five five. When I went in the Army, I was 5'3". You mean you shrunk purposely? Huh? <laughs> and uh, what is your first name, Mrs. Cole? I can't keep calling you Mrs. Cole. Right? Well, you can call me Anne, but my real name is Anniversary. Yeah, well, when is your anniversary? <laughs> well, uh, I was called...
all that because I was born on my parents' fourth wedding anniversary. Oh, I see. Do you ever call yourself Vasari? I mean, uh, always stick with the Anna? How <laughs> tall are you? Am. I'm four ten and a half, uh, without heels. Mm-hmm. Are you referring to Melvin when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> what sort of work do you do, uh, Melvin? Uh, we're closet uh, decorators, Mr. Marks. I beg your butt, sir? Closet decorators. You work for Fibber McGee and Molly? No, but they probably need us. You're in closets. Well, we we probably met before, me. <laughs> Just what do you mean you're in the closet business? I never heard of a closet business. Well, we do everything for the closets that the interior decorator does for the rest of the house. We do. That's uh, pretty underhanded, isn't it? Huh? Well, it's an inside job. Is that one of the jokes of the profession? That, uh... No, uh, after we take the skeletons out, that's what's left. You and... take Red Skelton out of the closet and put Zipper McGee in, eh? We've never met him in the closet yet. Well, what do you do while Melvin is rattling around the closet saying, what do you do? I'm in the closet business with him. Well, you two must hang around a lot together, eh? Well, you're, you're, you're the prettiest closet maker I've ever seen. Eh? Thank you. Well, you're a nice couple, and if you come to my house, Mr. and Mrs. Cole, I'll be glad to throw you in the furnace. <laughs> and if you don't like that, Mrs. Cole, I'll be glad to carry you to Newcastle. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question. But first, I'd like you to pay close attention to something instructive. Take the five-mile trial. Take the five-mile trial. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer invites you to take the five-mile trial in a new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or a DeSoto Powermaster 6. He wants you to get behind the wheel yourself so you can appreciate the difference in DeSoto. For example, in the Fire Dome 8, the exhilarating feel of power as you touch your toe to the accelerator and call on the mighty new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome V8 engine. Driving up steep hills and through stop-and-go city traffic, you'll discover the tremendous acceleration and reserve power of this mighty DeSoto V8 engine that gives you more power from every drop of gas and on regular gasoline. The new DeSoto Fire Dome V8 engine is years ahead of every other type of passenger car engine built today. So here's your chance to try the sensational new DeSoto full power steering, power brakes, and all the other great new DeSoto features. Visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealers tomorrow for a five-mile trial in a new DeSoto, either the Fire Dome 8 or the Powermaster 6. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars. Now here we go. Let's see how high you can build you $20. From our list of 20 categories, you selected number 10, creators of famous movie roles. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Twenty. Talk up, kids. Let's bet twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. Okay. Who created the role of Frankenstein's monster? Uh, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff is right. <laughs> Off to a good start. You have forty dollars. Remember, you're going for fifteen hundred dollars. Now, how much of the uh, forty dollars are you going to try this time? Shoot the works. Forty. Who created the part of Lynn Belvedere? Clifton Webb. Clifton Webb is right. Really climbing. You have $80 now. Here's your third question. How much of the 80? 80. 80. 80. Who created the role of Pa Keppel? 
Percy, Percy Kilbride. Kilbride. Right. You now have $160. You certainly picked a category that you knew, Jim. Yeah? Is your last chance to be the other couples? How much are you going to bet? All of it. All of it. Oh, this kid's a gambler, right? <laughs> Who created the kindly Dr. Christian? Uh, Gene Herschel. Gene Herschel is right. <laughs> and you'll wind up right up at the top with $320. $320, thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We asked for housewives with interesting uh, occupations to volunteer tonight, Groucho, and just before we went on the air, Mrs. Ruth King and Mrs. Sylvia Treichler were chosen. And here they are. Ladies, meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Mrs. Ruth King and Mrs. Uh, Sylvia Treichler. Treichler or Treichler? Treichler. Treichler. Who is, who is Sylvia? That's me. Thanks. I've been asking who is Sylvia for 40 years. <laughs> and at last tonight, I've found you. Hot diggity. <laughs> Mrs. Ruth King. Ruth, uh, where are you from? I'm from Alabama. Have you got a banjo on your knee? Or... <laughs> what have you got on your knee? Anything? Water. Water, huh? <laughs> They're all too smart for me tonight. <laughs> May I ask your age, Ruth? I know that's a kind of an impudent question, but uh, we do that here. Yes, yes. I can't ask you, huh? But uh, you won't answer, is that it? Well, that's your privilege. You don't have to. How old are you, Sylvia? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, let's say you're twenty-seven, too. Huh? I'm Where do you live, Sylvia? Out in the valley, Sherman Oaks. Oh, Sherman Oaks. Were you, were you born in Sherman Oaks? No, in Zurich, Switzerland. Oh, well, is that near Sherman Oaks? No. And Mrs. King, do you do anything besides housekeeping? Well, uh, in my spare moments, I'm writing my autobiography. Oh, really? Well, who's this autobiography about? Uh... <laughs> Isn't it unusual for a housewife to write a, a, a book like that? Well, I, I haven't always been a housewife. I, uh, when I was... Much younger, I did some flying. You did some frying? Flying. Oh, flying. I don't hear very well. You'll have to... Glasses. Uh... Bifocals. You don't hear well with bifocals. Uh, you say you did some flying? Uh... Yes. And where, where did you fly? I mean, what kind of flying have you done? Well, I was the first girl to attempt to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. Wait a minute, you... Well, that, that was Ruth Elder that flew across the ocean. Is that that's you? Yes, sir. Oh. Well, it's a great pleasure to have you here, Ruth. Thank you, you were big headlines back there in, uh, when was it, around? In 1927. 27. I remember you very well. Thank you. I even remember Columbus. Uh, <laughs> Whatever made you decide to fly the Atlantic? Well, uh, on the day that Lindbergh made his landing in Paris, uh, I was in a beauty contest, and word was flashed to us that Lindbergh had made his landing. Mm -hmm. And I decided right then that someday some girl would make that flight, and I decided that I would be the one to do it. Oh, you had a lot of nerve, didn't you, huh? 
Uh, how much later was this after you five, made this decision? Right? Five months later. Five months later, I was flying across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh-huh. And uh, not in a bathing suit, huh? <laughs> no. Not how, in bathing how long did it take you to fly across the Atlantic? Uh, we were in the air for 35 hours. We had three hours to go, but we were forced down at sea. Well, how long had you been flying when you decided to try the Atlantic? Oh, I'd never been up in an airplane. You'd never been up before, no. huh? How long were you in the water before you were rescued? Uh, just about an hour. Mm-hmm. Is that how you got water on the knee? <laughs> 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 well, right. You'd never flown and you decided to fly across the ocean, huh? I suppose if you decided to learn piano, you'd hire Carnegie Hall for your first recital. <laughs> <laughs> After you started your trip, uh, how did it go, Ruth? It went very well the first night, uh, as far as weather was concerned. The weather was... Were you scared? Oh, yes. Huh? You are. Yes. Well, you're honest about it, anyhow. Most people lie about those things, you know. Oh, I was scared. But the the uh, the flying was very difficult because uh, we had ten cans of gasoline packed in the tail surface of the plane, uh, which made the plane very tail-heavy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, we didn't have the planes the, uh, those days as we have today. No, of course not. So uh, the first night was wonderful. The second day was all right, except the flying was still difficult. Holding the plane on an even kill was difficult. And then uh, in the afternoon, we ran into a terrific storm. And we battled the storm all night long. And couldn't we fly were tossed. above it? Or? We couldn't get above it. We couldn't get under it. And we couldn't get around it. And it was sleeting and lightning and rain. The rain was a perfect wall of water on the windshield. Wall, you said wall. <laughs> you said wall, that's the secret word, so here's $50 for you, and here's $50 for you. Now you can get your knee fixed, Ruth. Eh? You get yourself a pump for $50 and pump that knee, eh? Well, you were, you were getting close to the other side, eh? There was this perfect wall of water. Uh, well, uh, it's pretty cute at that. <laughs> well, during the storm and, and the plane being thrown away around the way it was, our oil line broke. And we began to lose altitude, and we knew that we were going down at sea. And, of course, every white cap in the distance to me was a boat, because I was looking so hard for one. And finally, we did sight. When we were about 600 feet off the water, we sighted this little oil tanker. You said you were lucky. We were very lucky. It was the only ship within 300 miles radius, and it had left its port three days late and was also off its course because of the same storm we had been fighting. And then you proceeded to uh, France? Uh, Well, eventually, yes, it took us a long time to get there because the little tanker was on its way to Texas, and uh, we didn't want to go to Texas, but they did take us to the Azores. They were carrying oil to Texas? (laughs) (laughs) Things have slightly changed in the last 20 months. Sylvia, do you remember Ruth Elder's famous flight? No, I was just a baby at the time. (laughs) Sylvia, there's a boat leaving for Switzerland in the morning. (laughs) Well, it's been a pleasure to have you both here. All right, now you're going to play... You're going to play your bet your life. But first, I want to uh, remind you to see the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. It's, it's a great car. 
Are you ready? Now, you decide on one answer between you. I can't tell you how much you have to win. George is going to remind our listeners. George is hiding outside in a doghouse. <laughs> the married couple won $320, and the secret word is wall. Let's see how high I can bid you $20. You selected events and personalities of the Roaring Twenties. You ought to be good at this, Ruth. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Let's bet $19.99. All right, fine with me. Why, Ruth, you're flying the ocean again. (laughs) All right. One of the greatest of all amateur golfers was the quiet perfectionist from Atlanta. What is his name? Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones is right. (laughs) On your way, you have $39.99. Now, how much of the $39.99 are you going to bet? Let's bet $39.98, huh? All right. What have we got to lose? $39.98. Sure. All right. The canaster of the 20s was a game played with ivory dominoes imported from China. What is the name of this Chinese game? Talk it over. You know what it is. How does it look? Oh. How does it look? Mahjong. Mahjong, Mahjong is right. <laughs> $79.97. Mahjong. Isn't that, uh, hmm? in French, isn't that Mr. Mahjong? I don't know. I don't know either. Eh? <laughs> All right, you have $79.97. Now, how much are you going to bet on this? 96 hmm? 96 We got 79 yeah, 79 97 Oh, sure. We'll save a penny. Yeah. Makes it $79.96 you're betting, right? Yeah. Yes. Here's the way they do it on some quiz shows. One of the most popular writers of the 20s was an author of the book Main Street and Babbitt. What was his name? <laughs> You've got 15 seconds to decide on this. He wrote Main Street and Babbitt. What was his name? Then heck. What answer between you? I'm sorry, the correct answer is Sinclair Lewis. Oh. You have one cent left. You have okay. one cent left. Let's fly high enough. Yeah, we'll fly high How much are you going to bet? We bet How much are we? All right, you're going to bet the whole thing. The first woman to swim in the English Channel was the 19-year-old butcher's daughter from New York. What was her name? Trudy. Trudy Adderley. Okay, Trudy Adderley is right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. 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 So we invited some girls from a testing bureau to the show tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss June Duran. Her partner is a baseball umpire, Mr. Jack Powell. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and win $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. A baseball umpire, eh? I'll get around to you in a minute, old. I'm saving you, old boy. <laughs> Where are you from, uh, June? From Los Angeles. Los Angeles, huh? Uh, how old are you, June? 31. 31? You don't look it. I thought you were about 23. Thank you. You're very well preserved. <laughs> are you married? Yes, I am. Let's forget the whole thing, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Powell, huh? Where, where are you from? Uh, foul ball, Texas? <laughs> no, Pure Illinois. 
I, I knew he'd be from a town where there's a brewery. <laughs> He's got a hops on his fast one, I'll bet. Huh? Are you uh, married? Yes, sir. Typical umpire. Another wrong decision. <laughs> This is fun. I like this. <laughs> Are you British? No. Well, I read someplace that the sun never sets on the British Empire, and I just... <laughs> just checking, that's all. <laughs> June uh, Duran, is that right? That's right. Well, where is it you work, June? Well, I work at the California Test Bureau. Testing Bureau? That's right. right. Uh, well, what do you test? Well, we test people. Are you testy yourself? Well, no, we test people for educational and vocational guidance, and we also uh, test for aptitude testing. What is that? What's an aptitude test? Well, an aptitude test... I had test... a very good aptitude. I had about three steaks for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, an aptitude test is we'd give a type of a test we'd give you to see uh, your strengths and your weaknesses and your uh, potentialities, what type of work you should be doing, and your levels of interest. My levels of interest? You won't get very far with me, June. My interests don't happen to be on the level. <laughs> well, let's go crooked. Let's get back to you again. Huh? How many umpires are there in a game of baseball? Either three or four. That's more than uh, many teams have ball players. <laughs> Well, make up your mind. You're not behind the plate now. What do you mean, either three or four? Well, we have 14 umpires. Hmm? And when all the teams are playing, there's only four places they can go. <laughs> You're wrong. There's five places they can go. All right, what are the other three places they can go? Well, they rotate. They do, huh? Well, they're dizzy enough to rotate. What do you mean they rotate? Well, the first day the umpire will work behind the plate, the next day he'll work at third base, the next day at second base, and the next day at first base. I see. Now, suppose a catcher is really angry at one of your crooked decisions. Uh... <laughs> Crooked decisions? What? Yeah. what do you mean, crooked decisions? Well, one of the honest decisions, uh, what can he do about it? Well, he can protest as long as he protests in the right respect and manner. Like what? By not using any profanity or anything like that. He's not allowed to use profanity? No, sir. He should be respectful at all times, is that it? That's right. You mean he should say, like, uh, dear sir, isn't it possible? <laughs> Your judgment may be a trifle faulty in this matter. <laughs> you jake you. <laughs> Suppose the player does protest in a gentlemanly manner. Do you, do you accept the protest? Absolutely. What do you do about it? Nothing. <laughs> you ever change your decision, you robber, you? Robber? Where do you get that? Robber. Here's the way DeRosa goes. <laughs> he don't get very far when he goes that way either, does he? Well, he got Lorraine Day. <laughs> Have you ever admitted that you made a single mistake? No, I haven't. You mean to tell me in all your umpiring you've never made a single mistake, Jack? I may have made them, but I never admitted them. <laughs> 
Just as I thought. Crooked as the day is long. And the days are pretty long these days. Why don't you admit them, Jack, like a man? Well, I'll tell you, Groucho. I never made a mistake from my heart when I was umpiring a ball game. What are the requirements for an umpire? An umpire must have honesty, integrity, good eyesight, and plenty of intestinal fortitude. Wouldn't it help if you knew a little about baseball? (laughs) Well, I've kidded the umpire, but as an old blown-in-the-bottle baseball fan... I know umpires are necessary. Honest, and they help to make the game a great one. This is a lie, but I thought I'd better say it. (laughs) Put it there, Jack. I've watched you for many years, and you're a great umpire. Thanks, Roger. Let's play your bet your life. Twenty, twenty dollars, no more than the other couples. I can't tell you much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. The married couple still lead with $320. You selected songs about sports as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to try? Talk it over. You have one uh, decision between you. Well, shall we get 1975? Sure, 1975. 1975. Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. A hunting we will go is right. $39.75. Now, you're going for $1,500. This is just chicken feed. How much of this money are you going to go for? 39. 39. 39, okay. $39 out of $39.75. What is the name of this song? Hamptown Race, this is right. $78.75. question. How much are you going to bet? $78. 78. 78. Let's see right. if you can identify this song. Okay, Jerry. Talk it over. I think it's Skater's Waltz. Skater's Waltz is right. <laughs> now I have $156.75. And it's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to go for? All of it. Sure. Works. All right, this is extra inning game. Play it, Jerry. <laughs> sailing, sailing. You wind up with $313.50. And that means the married couple with $320 in just one minute. Get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. No, I'm sorry, but you did pretty well with that, Jack. Yeah, Thank you, dear. $3 billion, $300 million. That's the staggering cost of one year's motor vehicle accidents. So reports the National Safety Council. And many of these accidents can be avoided. It depends on you. If your car isn't as safe as it can be, get a trustworthy safety checkup at the place that knows your car best, at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. You'll find the expert mechanics at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers are experienced in all types of car repair. Not only that, they get frequent training in factory methods to keep them up on the latest and quickest methods of servicing your car. These master technicians have the finest, most up-to-date equipment to work with, 
enabling them to do a better job at a reasonable price. And incidentally, if your car should need parts, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer can supply you immediately with the right factory-approved parts. So don't take chances with your safety or your family's safety. Stop in for a thorough safety checkup where you see the familiar sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Here's the winning couple, Groucho, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. Well, here's your chance to get out of the closet permanently. Here we go for $1,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. You ready? According to the Bible, Moses led the Israelites in their flight from bondage in Egypt to the promised land in Palestine. For $1,500, what is this great migration called? Talk it over. What's the answer you two have decided upon? Uh, the flight out of Egypt into Lebanon. No, I'm sorry. The correct answer is the Exodus. Oh. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but uh, how much did they win the quiz, George? All the way, $320. Well, that's only been done twice, I think, yeah. in the history of our show. Congratulations and thanks to Thank both you. of you thanks. and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $2,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See DeSoto Fire Dome tomorrow. Make safe driving a habit. Check your car. Check accidents. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, this was such a great show and an interesting guest in that of Ruth King, better known as Ruth Elder. 
She was attempting to become the first woman transatlantic airplane rider, but even though she fell short, she did establish a new overwater endurance flight record of 2,600 miles. She starred in Morin of the Marines and the Winged Horsemen, and she was married six times, the last lasting 21 years. October 9th, 1977, she passed away. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the latest episode of the Vintage Radio Club a spy story based on the 1935 Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's from the Mercury Theater on the air, and it's called 39 Steps. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.